Welcome to the Tribe Life Podcast. I'm Joe, the fun-loving spouse. This podcast is a weekly adventure where we explore the art of living in a modern-day tribe. You can find out more about us and how to join the tribe at tribelife.org. Welcome back. Let's dive in. The inner workings of oneself. What does your inner self look like? How's your state of mind? Is it a fertile, lush environment where things can grow easily? Or is it a barren wasteland? How's your heart? Is it overflowing with springs of joy and positivity? Or is it a arctic tundra? I'm consistently learning that I have to care for myself And with the help of my tribe, I am consistently reminded of how to be my best self. And it comes through a daily decision to choose gratefulness over hatefulness. (laughs) Growing up, hate simply was not tolerated. Saying you hated something was not allowed. And saying you hate someone, well, that meant instant punishment. If you said the unacceptable word, you might as well hand over all your electronics and possibly prepare yourself for the spanking of this century. There was a zero tolerance policy for hatred. Now, as an adult, I get it, but I still have some questions. Is hating something that big of a deal? Is saying it so flippantly really all that bad? Honestly, what is the deal with hate? Well, here's what I found. According to Webster, hate is intense hostility and aversion, usually deriving from fear, anger, or a sense of injury. When I read that, my mental wheels begin to turn. Could it be true that saying such bold words could produce intense feelings and have an actual physical effect on the body? Naturally, I would say yes, but I needed some concrete evidence. So, the Journal of Advancement in Medicine conducted a study in which they found the need for effective management of the long-term immunosuppressive effects of negative emotions as well as the immuno-enhancing effects of positive emotions. That's a mouthful. And in more understandable language, positive emotions contribute to our overall well-being. Negative emotions counteract our health. That's right, you heard it, our physical and emotional health. Research also shows that even one five-minute episode of anger is so stressful that it can impair your immune system for more than six hours. Prolonged bouts of anger can take their toll on the body in the form of high blood pressure, stress, anxiety, headaches, and poor circulation. My hope in writing this is not to expose the subpar parts of our lives, but to empower you to be even more amazing than you already are. The truth is that we all need to allow ourselves to process emotionally, holding on to anger, fear, resentment, disappointment, and the likes of these can do more significant damage to our health than we even know. So the question must be asked, What is the point of eating healthy and exercising if we can't or won't let go of our emotional pain? 
You are made to be well and you are made to live well, to be prosperous in mind, body, and spirit. And for me, being grateful is a courageous and vital part of living well. So how do we actively move into living a life of more gratitude and less attitude? Here are some things that I have done to help get myself well, and my hope is that these will help all of us release what we must and keep what we need. Here we go. Number one, have deliberate moments of reflection. I actually block it out on my calendar 30 minutes. I stop what I'm doing, close my laptop, turn on instrumental music, and reflect. You can do this first thing in the morning, midday, or at night, whenever works best for you. I keep a notebook handy just in case. But this time is for one thing, and that's reflection. I reflect on what I'm grateful for. It reminds me of the importance of having gratitude and posturing myself with a grateful heart. I think on the people in my life, the ones who are, well, easy to deal with, and the ones who are also hard to deal with. Why both of them? Because the more difficult people, well, they help me grow my character. <laughs> the second thing, mental health days. These days are some of the best days. Most times, these are me days, and I spend time alone. Yes, I said it, alone. <laughs> this ambassador of tribe also needs her space. So the goal of these days is to do the things that make me feel great. What I do varies, a day outside reading a book, getting a manicure or pedicure, getting a Starbucks and going to the airport to literally watch the planes take off and land is one of my favorite things to do. Mental health days are about you. It's less about what you're doing, but more about taking time to focus on you. These days, you get to choose everything and anything. The third thing is exercise. I am a personal lover of running. I prefer cardio over any other form of exercise. So when I'm anxious or aggravated or just feel this need to escape, I know it's time to go run it out. It works to curb those feelings nearly every time. And strangely enough, when I'm dealing with migraines due to poor food choices and stress, running steadfastly is the antidote. Number four, I guard what I hear, see, and say. This one is something I am constantly working at. In a culture where everything is accessible and the morality scale is a sliding one, I must stay conscious to the things that give me life and the things that don't. There is that age-old saying, you get out what you put in. Well, that's very true for me in this area. So I stay aware of what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, and how and what I am saying. Accuracy and truth are majorly important to me. So I'm always thinking and asking myself, will this help me and add to my life? If the answer is no, then I do my best to stay away. And number five, serve others. This is the best way to get honest with myself. I like to call it having a sober self-assessment. Serving others, whether that looks like doing something in the community, through your city officials, or with your religious organization, helping a neighbor, or partnering with a local nonprofit and volunteering, there are tons of ways to serve. So just get out there and do it. 
giving to others is one of the best cures for selfishness. So I encourage you to start where you are. Maybe integrate one of the practices I suggested above or do something that fits your life better. I simply say start. And if you already live in a way that practices gratitude and makes way for you to process, bravo. Whether you're a pro at this or just getting started, let's set aside some time this week for self-care and gratitude. It's amazing how one small positive step can make a major impact. Thank you for being part of another Tribe Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you hear, please check out more of the Tribe Life podcast on Apple and SoundCloud. We would love your feedback, so rate, review, and subscribe. And if you can't get enough of us, please visit us at tribelife.org. Thank you for listening. See you next week.